0: Money. Let's talk money.
1: I don't have your money.
0: I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> with practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm
1: ready to talk money.
0: Well, I'm excited about today's show because we this show is a show where we talk about the hard issues of money and Thank you for joining us and thank you for coming and mm-hmm. listening and engaging with us. We get so many comments back whether that's verbally when I'm uh, meeting with people or when we get it through, you know, the various sources, Facebook and and uh, the podcasting platforms and and of course off our website. But I'm excited today because today's show is really digging into like a significant hard issue here in North America. <laughs> so before we jump in to just leave that for a minute, uh, again, thank you for joining us. You can find the show on morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, and notmine.ca. Uh, again, those platforms have the player right there, so you just hit play and go, right? Listen up. Um, if you're on a podcasting platform, then you know how to to find us, and we're on YouTube and iTunes and all of those places as well. So... Welcome to... And
1: thanks to More Than Enough for sponsoring the show.
0: More Than Enough sponsored the show.
1: Yeah, this month. Way to go. I know, thanks. We're such nice people. We are such... T- <laughs> well...
0: <laughs> now we're going to talk, Ed, yo. It's, it's not about same. us, Dave. Decide, it's not about you. <laughs> we'll decide whether we're nice people by anyway, the Anyway, More the Than show. Enough
1: Financial, we're a coaching <laughs> company that loves to walk with people um, in their finances, whether you're paying down debt or savings right. um, or just... Um, wanting. Um, accountability That's what we do, and a lot of people don't understand coaching. But if you go back a few weeks, uh, you will hear three interviews we did um, mm-hmm. with two couples who were coached and a woman who used the information in our financial fitness seminar to get on track financially, and she's in the midst, just like all of us, actually, we're all in the midst of navigating our finances with the Lord, and I say with God, because some of us aren't doing it with God. And I'm still learning how to do that Mm -hmm, with the Lord mm -hmm. and do what uh, he asks. So, yes, today is a big heart issue.
0: It is. It is.
1: So I'm going to ask a question if you're, well, you are listening wherever you are. (laughs) What... What do you seek actually? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I know that you're I know what our tendency is, or my tendency is as a follower of Jesus, I give the Jesus answers. Like in Sunday school, when kids don't know the answer, the joke is you just say Jesus and you probably have got it right. Um, so when I ask, what are you seeking? I think, you know, Jesus said, and we've said it many times on the show, I have a book where I I talk about it, what are we seeking? Are we seeking first God's kingdom, the heart of God, Mm -hmm. his righteousness? Is that what we're after, which Jesus recommends we do pretty soon. Okay, so the Jesus
0: answer is that, and of course what we get the opportunity, and, and I'm I'm not going to add to the question, but I'm going to say, so think about that. Of course, seek first my kingdom and my righteousness, right? That's the thing. But then if I pivot, we are a financial show and I say, let's, what are you seeking? And does your bank account reflect that?
1: Right. So that's really great. Another great question. So what are you seeking? How does your bank account reflect that? If you don't really know the answer, like honestly, like, if you think you know what you're seeking, then go look at your bank account and see if that lines up. And I've been thinking about that even for David and I in our giving and how are we living and um, we have a big family. So lots of our funds go to keep the family going and all of that stuff. So that is important. So we're seeking loving others. That's something Dave and I do. I can say that that in our bank account, that's very reflective. Mm-hmm. Um but i also want to say this is where we're going so i'm not directly quoting a scripture this morning except seek first his kingdom the question is this because i read an article that was entitled this is where we're going beware the comfortable life it might be killing us and i'm going to have the link to the article in the show notes today and I jumps just jumped out at me because this is what we How talk about. This jump is at this is what we talk about. We talk about the hard issues around money. And here there is an article this past June about our comfortable life. And is it actually hurting us when we seek comfort and ease? And David and I talk about this all the time because I prefer to have a comfortable, easy life. So I just also heard about developers. I don't know if it's in the Toronto area or I'm sure where they want to build apartment buildings that have everything in it. So you never have to leave. Mm -hmm. You can have your gym, you can have a grocery store. Well, I'm sure it already exists. Mm -hmm. Um, You can have a working space. They have working cubicles. So you never have to leave, share a space, Um, which in some ways, you know, that's community living. Mm -hmm. But if it also makes you insular and keeps you comfortable and never going into uncomfortable spaces. Now, that's that's actually structurally, it's keeping you comfortable, mm-hmm. but you still have to run into neighbors, and sometimes neighbors <laughs> well, aren't. That
0: may not be uncomfortable. Well,
1: yeah, well, it's not. You know, God puts people in our lives who are really lovely, mm-hmm. and also to challenge us mm-hmm. to to hone our character. Don't mm-hmm. wouldn't you say? And that's not always comfortable. So I had all these thoughts because in this article, it directly talks about the wealthy mm-hmm. and how the wealthy can buy like anything to make their job easier. You know, it's, you you know, we say come to more than enough. And I say, you know, we're wealthy because we have a lot of the world's wealth in Canada. So lots of us, even when we are struggling to make ends meet with inflation and interest rates, Mm You know, we're still, we still have the ability to create wealth here. We have a great. Um, yeah. And we
0: won't talk a lot about, about the comparison that. Because, yeah. you know, again, who do you that, compare yourself with? That's that's that, another topic. Right. For another right. Show. But we,
1: but yeah. you know what? More than enough, we say, don't do your taxes. Come, come to more than enough and do your taxes. You know, we'll do them for you. Don't, you don't struggle through when we can help you <laughs> and you pay a fee and it, and for the discomfort level, which we have done for years, because we've never loved doing our taxes, honestly, and before we had a tax department, we went and got someone else to do it. Like, you're like, no, I'll just pay someone to do it. No, I'll just pay someone. What, what do I do? I have my dear friend Friday mornings while we're on the radio show. She's cleaning my house. Mm-hmm. Why? Because, well, for all kinds of reasons, but that takes the discomfort of cleaning out of my life, mm-hmm. Right. We get Hello Fresh. Not you no, and I personally, know. but lot you know, it makes when we're you're working, it makes your job easier. Why? Cuz it brings it's 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 not Do you
0: like loading on the guilt?
1: Yeah, I yeah, no, <laughs> I know. I feel
0: I and, and like we don't have Hello Fresh and <laughs> uh, I guess okay, I'm I Okay, I'm just I, saying
1: I, it's not a guilt thing. Sheesh. It's a privilege, but we do do things to create a comfortable easy life for ourselves which is understandable we're human beings nobody wants to suffer or have to work hard like let's be honest so saying all that please forgive me if you're feeling like i've just loaded a heavy on you there's nothing wrong with getting hello fresh but i'm asking dave today what does it mean to our finances not just to our lives and our psychology and all of that what does it mean when we pursue ease and comfort in our finances right right how does it f- affect our financial journey?
0: So, um, you know, the first thing that really, when we, when we were talking about this, um, that we want to, or I feel like needs to be touched on is the benefit of uncomfortableness. Okay. Because, uh, you know, th- this idea that comfort and ease is the end goal. If I can just make enough money then I can live a life of comfort and ease. And um, well, what do we know about, like even biologically, um, if we don't move our muscles, then they break down, they start to turn to mush. And it's, you know, sometimes it's uncomfortable. And, and for those of you that are listening who have trained for any kind of sporting event or any, you know, or doing any kind of sport or even working out just because you're working out, uh, why do you do that? Because we all know the, the physical pain of working out. Well, it's because there's something inside us that says, okay, maybe it's because the goal is to lose weight or maybe the goal is to become stronger or maybe the goal is to run a, a marathon. Whatever that, that that goal is, we see that that result as being worth the pain. And so in money we kind of get a little bit disconnected because, again, the culture around us and everything is pointing us towards this, you want a life of ease and comfort. Uh, And so, you know, Reb, you and I have said for many years, and and I feel that way because I think the Lord has has made my life uncomfortable at at really key points. And one of the points when I've actually learned the most or, or when I've been changed the most or, well, when I've gone through these uncomfortable times in my life, when did I learn to, to manage money? Well, when I didn't have any, that's uncomfortable. I didn't have any. So when we had to learn to communicate about money, uncomfortable, especially when there wasn't a whole lot of money. So we just, we went into that uncomfortable space, and yeah. so you know when we talk about this comfort and ease, you know again we going back to the verses we start with it said, you know seek first my kingdom, uh, and you know love your neighbor as yourself. Those are the, the the two greatest commandments. Everything else, all the law and the prophets. Oh,
1: love your the Lord, love your, the God. Lord your God. You, you mixed it oh, up. Did I, oh, yeah, I you did. Said. You said seek first the kingdom, I think, and well, then love your neighbor. Love God, love your neighbor. Yes, love but, God, lo- love your your neighbor. Neighbor. Yes. but Jesus me. also said, seek first His kingdom, kingdom. and His righteousness. Yes, okay. but and Jesus also said, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay His head. Right. So if you follow Me, because they said, oh, we're going to follow You wherever You go, and He goes, well, I don't have a place to lay my head.
0: Jesus very a lot of Jesus' message to His <laughs> disciples was. This is not going to be comfortable, uh, guys. No. You yeah. are. This is not going to be comfortable. You are going to be. And I mean, we we see the example of of the disciples and and uh, as they follow Jesus, they gave up everything. And and that is the call, right? Is
1: and because he's because then another disciple says, "Lord, let me first go bury my father." And Jesus says, "Well, follow me, and let the dead bury their own dead." I mean like
0: yeah. uncomfortable I,
1: uncomfortable for <laughs> what on earth does that mean you know unless unless you drink mm-hmm. uh, eat of my flesh and drink of my blood from John 6 you can have no part of me and you're like well and some people left him because the co- the teaching was too uncomfortable
0: and this I, this again you know not to speak too much to the christian culture here in north america but one of the phrases that has uh, resonated in in my heart and my mind uh, for years, for a long time, is, is if the gospel message is true in a first-world country, it needs to be true in a third-world country. And so, you know, we look at what's going on in, say, Peru or Haiti or, or some of those third—that that is not uncomfortable. Being a Christian in that, that, that culture, even we look at China and, and, again, all kinds of places we can look where it's uncomfortable to be a follower of Jesus— The gospel message is the same gospel message Mm -hmm. there as it is here. So, you know, as we look at that, we can say here in North America, yeah, absolutely. We are in a place where there is prosperity and where there is comfort and there is the opportunity. We also are in a place, and specifically in our world, of talking about debt and how we get there. and, And we don't have to look, you know, scrape off too much of that comfort veneer to find out that underneath, there's a whole lot of stress and uncomfortableness. Uh, again, and, and, and that I, I manifests go- in in depression, it manifests in, we see the, the, the physical breakdown in in marriage, we see the, all of that happening, that, that's just scraping off the veneer and saying, the comfort is costing us, and the title of the mm. article, the, the comfort is killing us, and yet we really, you know, we don't want to give it up, right?
1: Well, because who wants to be uncomfortable? Who wants to follow Jesus and have no place to lay your head? Mm -hmm. Or... Or to let go of your family, mm-hmm. or I, these are, and I, I don't, I don't think this morning we're we're gonna like. Well, here's the hard and fast rules about following, pursuing. Mm-hmm. You know, w- you go to Jesus and read what He said. They are just hard sayings. Mm-hmm. And I guess my question that I'm asking myself as I consider this in the middle of a glorious warm summer mm-hmm. is, what am I pursuing? What am, what? What is Reb pursuing? Yeah. What is Dave pursuing? And how, what are we doing with our finances? And like you said, you take the the veneer off. Right now, we're struggling because we have gotten ourselves our, ourselves. You know, hmm. I'm saying we like as people in in the in Canada. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are in over our heads financially. And now as interest rates go up, I mean, we're on a variable rate, our mortgage just went up mm-hmm. another 50 bucks. You know, how are we managing that? How are we, you know, did we do enough in the past to build an emergency cushion? Like, have we done right. all of those things? And and then are there regrets? Well, if you're listening, and you're like, I have, you know, and you may not be in a place where you have pursued ease and comfort. We walk with a lot of people who are on the poverty line. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and this is a complicated issue, but I think still in our hearts, no matter how much money you earn, you, s- we still want ease and comfort. And in this article, I just, like they have done studies. Like this. Mm-hmm. This isn't. This isn't just Jesus saying all these things. Um,
0: <laughs> but I'm glad he did.
1: Well, he did. For relying on excess comfort to protect life's inevitable unease can become problematic in ways big and small. For instance, the fear of discomfort could result in unhealthy isolation. Says this um, Willis Green, who spoke to the issue um, on a, a podcast. In New York um, In the end The results were clear Those who embraced Discomfort Were more engaged And excelled At new experiences They turned negatives Into positives And use challenges To change And ultimately Build resilience So here is the hope
0: That's where we're going This uh, is
1: where we're going So it's been very heavy Up until now But here is the hope If you embrace The discomfort mm-hmm. Of your journey Right now Even for Dave and I As we Like we're still navigating Okay how are we Going to do this How are 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 we going to change a spending plan? You know, it's not comfortable right now is not comfortable paying what we are for gas. Okay. My kids came back from, from their trip across Canada this summer, which is a privilege and an awesome thing. I wish every Canadian young person could do it for what (laughs) they've learned. They paid $2 and 10 cents in BC. So if you're in BC listening for gas, that was higher than Newfoundland, what they paid in Newfoundland. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like, it's not comfortable. So what have they been eating all summer long for two? They have did not sit in restaurants, order pizza. It's craft dinner, ramen noodles, sandwiches, and oatmeal. That's what they've eaten for the privilege of driving across Canada and paying $2.10 in BC for gas. Like, I, like, that's like crazy, but, but, what could they do? They embrace that discomfort to see something and experience something they hadn't before, and they will never forget it. And neither will you. Mm. You won't forget this season. So, but, but we won't say do this without the Lord, do this with God. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it's really, I started with that, that little picture of, you know when we don't move our muscles actually break down that, that to the point and and again we've if you've be- ever been in a hospital for an extended period of time where you you're going to need physiotherapy to get your muscles right. back building up because they haven't moved for a period of time and but the hope is and and this is the Moving through the uncomfortableness, um, embracing the uncomfortableness, um, and and really saying, okay, um, there's there's a, I'm I know I'm not gonna like this, but let's just step into it. And 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 there's a couple things. There's uh, I'm reminded about a business book that that I often refer to called uh, "Eat the Frog," and it just very simple principle of you got to do the thing that you do, really don't want to do do that first, like get to that frog first, right? So again,
1: uh,
0: um, you know, or um, just recently, I've been reminded this with uh, the idea that, you know, procrastination is really a, a symptom of fear. And so, mm. you know, when we're afraid, comfort can actually be a symptom of fear. I, I'm afraid to step into the uncomfortableness because of all of the unknowns and this is where I think going back to Scripture and even even what, uh, uh, what you just read is saying, our hope is in the Lord. Our focus is on Christ. Our Lord, uh, again, Jesus says, I only do what the Father asked me to do. He didn't caveat that with, I only do the comfortable things that God asked me to do, <laughs> right, that the Father asked me. No, I'm going to do all of the things that God asked me to do and, and I know that God loves me, that he cares for me, but that he is not always going to lead me into comfortable spaces. Okay.
1: So, and guess what I'm starting to realize? And I mm. am just, I haven't, we haven't even talked for, through this yet, but I'm, I'm doing some writing around it. And I'm realizing that as we practice these things, entering the discomfort, mm. asking God to, help us walk with us in this financial journey mm-hmm. um, I, we're trying to put different language to it maybe so that we can understand it in a different way so that we will grab a hold of it he's actually inviting us into rest mm-hmm. so as we practice okay I'm going to do some automatic things in my finances I am going to have a financial date I'm going to put money automatically on my debt I'm mm-hmm. going to cut up credit cards it's uncomfortable it's not nice I'm going to tell my family and friends I'm not, I I can't do the things I've been doing because I'm trying to get a handle on my financial journey. Um, We do those uncomfortable things, but what do we discover? The rest of God, the peace, that we're not striving to keep up with the world, that we are actually starting to understand the rhythm of God in finances. And I, I, I haven't said this, publicly yet so this is the first time but it's really exciting me to think because in spiritual formation when when people talk about um You know, listening to Jesus, walking with Christ, having solitude, practicing the disciplines of spiritual formation. The same is true in our finances. We draw near to God. He invites us, but we invite him in. And he says, come and rest with me. These are the practical things that we're going to do to get to To get a hold of your finances, we're going to do it together. But as you do these things, it will become a rhythm, and you will understand what it is um, for to have a financial rhythm with me.
0: Mm-hmm. And and again, I mean, you know, a lot of what we talk about is 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 working through the ongoing process of trusting God in your finances. You know, the ongoing process of. Uh, you know, again, taking the simple, what seems like a simple command, just do what the Father tells you to do, right? You know, mimic me, Christ says, and, and, and you'll be okay. And then we go, yeah, but there's all these other things that, that, Mm -hmm. you know, that's uncomfortable to put our trust when it comes to our finances in the hands of God. That's Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. Just that idea is uncomfortable because what if, It doesn't, what if I have to deny myself, Mm -hmm. again, a pleasure, a comfort, whatever that is, because God asked me to do it for no other reason. And, And so you go, okay, you know, to even step into that.
1: Uh, and to, un- but then to understand, even from the world's perspective, resilience comes with this. They, there's things we're learning. We're learning about the heart of God. We're building perseverance, not because we're so great at it, but because he's faithful and he shows us the way. I, Eugene Peterson says in, in, in the book, um, the, um,
0: The long, long, yeah, the obedience obedience in the the same direction.
1: direction. (laughs) He, he, one of the reflections on the Psalms he says is that you know the path of God is clear and light and beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's all the other pressures that we experience, and sometimes I think because I have I've confessed this to God this past few months because it's it's simple, but it's just been a brilliant picture to me. I have thought that the path was crowd the it was full of obstacles but God's path isn't mm. it's it's the pressures of the world and Satan's lies and my own sin but it's not God himself and when he invites us to the financial path with him he will make the path straight for us mm. and he clears it for us even in the midst of struggle and there's joy there and there's always light and that's so encouraging because also but
0: but but, but. The end goal is not our comfort.
1: No, the end goal isn't our, no, because it's not comfortable. (laughs) But but that is, that is the, that is. Because this is the picture I have. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're in the dark in a bush. Your path is lit, but Mm -hmm. all the trees and all the noises and the coyotes and the bears and all that are pressing in around you. It doesn't feel good, Mm -hmm. but his path is light. And sometimes I think I have got it wrong in my thinking and I have not remembered that his path is light, that he's always light. There is no darkness in him and his path is always love and he may correct me, but he will always do it in a way that brings me to hope in life. And, and that's what I want to say to everybody out who's listening today. This financial journey, it can be hard for you right now for all kinds of reasons, but remember his path is light and love and truth and And he has a way... For us and for you. And you know what the other cool part is? I know we're coming to the end, but one of the things this article says that striving is a component of wellness. This is a financial therapist. She lives in BC. She says this. Uh, Natasha Knox is her name. Some people lose their identity after selling the company they worked hard to build. She says, but without the struggle, where's the purpose? And we have purpose in the struggle and you will find purpose in the struggle. You will discover things about what God has as for you, maybe a new path you haven't thought of before. There is purpose. So in, in the discomfort of this season of, of what's happening to you, perhaps, remember that God is light and he's love and there's purpose and you're, you're exercising your muscles and, and there's joy in it.
0: And and the real and maybe this is the the practical look at your bank account and look at the the, the line items on your plan that make you uncomfortable. Uh mm. Identify those and go. Uh, I, I'm I'm not going to be prophetic here, but I'm just going to say those may be the places where God is doing the work in your own life. And so, don't. You know, again, step into that uncomfortableness and just acknowledge it. And again, if you're a couple and you can say, boy, like, this makes me feel really uncomfortable to be here. That does not mean run away. It may mean that you need some encouragement, some support to keep going into the uncomfortableness. Um, and, and, you know, again, being able to communicate that and look at when we tie it to finances and you actually get to see that in black and white. You get to see, wow, like that, Amount of money makes me uncomfortable spending it on this. Is there something we can do to change? Can we do that? Or we're two hundred dollars are in the hole every month and I've been uncomfortable with that for a long, long time, time. But yeah. let's figure out how we can do that and really step into that and see where God's leading.
1: And I would encourage you, Philippians four. Yeah. I can learn Paul learned to be content in every situation. Why? Because he could do all things through Christ who strengthened him. Mm. This is is a journey where christ is to strengthen you we can't do it on our own so we thank you lord for that word that testimony of paul that you leave us with that we can learn contentment in all situations we can embrace the discomfort because with you all things are possible and you strengthen us for the task in Jesus' name, amen.
0: So thank you for joining us in this uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> if you made it to the end, congratulations. Awesome. Of course, uh, our sponsor for the show is More Than Enough. And, and again, we, uh, we can't do it without the sponsors that we have in the show. So thank you uh, to us. And then uh, as well, join us next week when we talk money.